0: No moral sense.
1: No lives. Dirty
0: scumball. Everything they stand for, it makes me sick, sick, sick.
2: Spaghetti angel. I'm making a spaghetti angel. When Italian guys die, they, they turn into...
3: The Cooper and Anthony Show.
4: You ever think back to, like, stuff that happened to you many, many years ago that was kind of like... I don't like, you always wondered, like, I wonder what to happen to... In that scenario, like if – let's say you had a friend many years ago who was dating a guy that was bad for them and then you're like, wow, did they ever get married? Did they break up? Mm-hmm. Did he kill her? Like <laughs> what happened in that <laughs> did relationship? Did you kill
2: him? Yeah.
4: Yeah. You don't, you don't know because you know, life goes on. When you're, when you're young, you know a lot of people. So you know a lot of people who are doing a lot of things. and You just – you can't keep up. Once you have a job, like once you leave college and you get a job and you start having a life – you can't really keep up with as many people like you used to, mm-hmm. you know. So you just kind of like think in your mind like, oh, well, this is what must have happened. Or, you know, I mean? like you know how, like you need a conclusion. You can't if you're watching a movie, you're not going to stop the movie in the last 10 minutes and be like, oh, well, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen here. I'll never find out. I'll never know. Mm-hmm. You know, you want you want the conclusion. You want to know what's happening.
2: So do you look them up on Facebook or ask other friends? What do you do?
4: I never do that. You know, It's I probably could do that. But first of all, I'm not into Facebook. And I don't know that anybody really tells their whole story on Facebook. I don't. You can I mean, tell I only... if they're
2: still married, I think.
4: Well, maybe. You can do
2: some I research.
4: I don't know. I don't really care that much, but I'm always kind of like, oh, I wonder what happened to or I wonder what happened with that scenario. So when I was in college, there was this girl who was – How do I describe it? Um, There was something wrong with her. Like she was – I wasn't sure whether she was like a sociopath or – she was fucking weird is the nicest way to put it. She was fucking weird. Mm. So, But like I loved her on one side. So she was this girl who my roommate – who is still one of my closest friends. um, She's this girl who my roommate kind of brought into our little circle. And I just kind of felt like there was something about her that was a little off. You know, let's just to give her a name, let's call her, uh, Schmanthony. (laughs) Oh,
2: okay. (laughs) No, call her, call her like Becky.
4: Okay, Becky. Becky with the good hair, which is good because she had great hair. So Becky with the good hair was, she was just weird. Like there was something about her that was just, you, whenever you said to her, like, where were you? You knew she was lying. Mm -hmm. Like she couldn't just say, oh, I went to go see my mom or I was out with this guy or I was shoplifting, (laughs) whatever she was doing. She couldn't she can never be honest. There was always something about her that you're like, this woman is constantly lying to you about everything. Mm -hmm. But she was a good time. Like she was really fun. She had this cute little car and she would take us out and we would all go out, the whole bunch of us. And we would always have a really good time. So don't talk. That's
2: the problem. Just don't ask her any questions.
4: Right. Just go out with Becky with the good hair. Have fun, party. Don't get too close to her. Just, you know, let her drive you home, but don't ask her any questions. Right. But stuff would go missing. So she'd be at my house when I wasn't there, and I'd come back and there'd be something missing, you know, that kind of thing. So I would say to my roommate, I think Becky with the good hair stole this, you know, DVD or stole your CD player or whatever the little CD Walkman were back mm-hmm. then. You know, that's what everybody had. <laughs> but like she shit like that CD. would go missing.
2: She stole the whole CD player or just the CD?
4: No, no, no. The, remember like the, so back in the day there was the Walkman and then it was a CD Walkman. Right. So it was a CD player, but it right. was portable and you could put your headphones on and go running.
2: Right. She stole so, that?
4: Yeah, so she she stole one of those from us. She stole she stole DVDs and CDs. Um, she stole probably money. And it was always shit missing. And I just, I knew it was like hair, our hairbrush. There was a, it was a really good hairbrush that we had. It went missing. Mm-hmm. You remember she had Becky with the good hair. She had good hair. So she was, I was like, that's how she has good hair. She has our hairbrush. So it was like shit like that was always missing. And I, I just, I always suspected it was her because she was the only person in our group that was like, there was something about her, you know. And one night I, I go home for the weekend back up to New York. I went to University of Maryland, so I'm down in Maryland. I come back to New York, and while I'm gone, my roommate stayed there, and she and Becky with the good hair had like, she said, a weird night where she felt like Becky with the good hair was kind of hitting on her. But my roommate is straight. Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah.
4: So Becky with the good hair got her very drunk, and they kind of kissed. And she said the only thing she remembers was Becky's hairspray. You know, and she's like, I realized immediately, like, I'm not into women, but it was one of those things, you know, college, was whatever. was Becky into women? We didn't know. We didn't know what was going on. All right. So my roommate starts dating this guy, and Becky comes to the house, and she's banging on the door at, like, three in the morning. And my roommate did not want to open the door, because why is she banging at three in the morning? It was weird. And the guy that was in, like, her bed with her, her boyfriend, or whatever, was like, I'm going to fucking kill her no Uh no leave her alone leave her alone just just ignore her let's just stay in bed we're sleeping it's four in the morning all of a sudden she hears like glass shattering and she comes out and becky with the good hair not only like left her all these gifts and all this shit at the front door but she smashed all of the windows to our apartment
2: no way yeah she knew it was becky with the good hair
4: well because she also left gifts
2: Oh, why would why would a robber leave stuff?
4: Right, that's the whole thing. She left she felt probably felt guilty she stole shit and she's obviously in love with my roommate, so she brought her gifts and then when she realized she was in there with a guy, she was drunk and got mad and mm-hmm. started smashing our windows. So I come back from my weekend and I see our windows are completely smashed and taped up. I'm like, "What the hell happened here?" She's like, "Yeah, I kept trying to call you. I, you know, I didn't want to Fuck up your weekend, but you know, she tells me the story. I was like, you gotta call the police. This is this is a mess.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: So we call the police, they get Becky with the good hair, they get her to admit to it. She pays for the windows, so our landlord doesn't charge us, you know. And we go on with our lives and we just kind of like cut Becky with the good hair out of our lives, and that's that's the end of that. Cut two, I get a call about two hours ago. One of my best, best, best friends in college was also friends with Becky with the good hair. And she calls and she says to me, uh, we, like we messaged a little bit on Facebook or, you know, she texts me, or whatever. I was like, let's let's get on the phone. So we get on the phone. We're catching up on shit. She's like, by the way, Becky with the good hair, I'm still friends with her. I'm like, you're kidding me. She's a psychopath. She
2: should She's be an- in jail by now.
4: Yeah. I was like, she, she should be in jail by now. She says, well... When she got back in touch with me, I said to her, you need to admit that you stole all this stuff from me. I was like, she stole stuff from you also? She was like, yeah. And she starts going down a list of all the stuff she stole from her.
2: Mm-hmm. Hairbrush, she she- GD player. Right. Grandma all, like, ring. Same all Same type
4: of stuff, yeah. So Becky with the good hair admits to stealing all this stuff from, from our mutual friend. She's like, all right, well, you know, you've admitted it. And remember I said to you there was something about her that I thought was just off? Mm-hmm this is it and it makes me really sad so she's finally out she's a lesbian mm-hmm. but at the time she wasn't comfortable with her sexuality and she had a lot of anger issues as a result which makes me sad because our generation is kind of weird like most of the people in our generation that we grew up with if you if you're gay you just just be gay but there are those small pockets of people i mean she was from like a small town in maryland you know they were just these small pockets of people that just were not comfortable with their sexuality. And she said, instead of just being out and being who I was, um, she had a lot of anger over it and took it out on, you know, all and of us. she by- was
2: kind of wacky.
4: She was kind of wacky. Like, and yeah. that had nothing to do with her. You can't hide that. You
2: can't yeah. hide that she would, you know, okay, she yeah. was gay. She was hiding it. But she was still wacky insane.
4: Well, but what's interesting is when she finally came out. This is according to my friend I spoke to today. When she finally came out and she was like being her authentic self, she said all that other stuff went away. It was like she was finally her, and it makes me sad because we would have accepted her. We were not people right. that were listen. In fact, most of our friends were gay men, and they would come over the house. Like we just didn't know a lot of gay women, but you know we were we were LGBTQ plus. Please, please bring it on. We got rainbow flags everywhere. Two girls from New York are in Maryland, please. You Mm. know that we're totally down. But, you know, it's an example of how the first person you come out to is yourself. So she wasn't comfortable coming out to herself. So, of course, she wasn't going to come out to us, right, Mm. because she wasn't comfortable with it. Um, So my girlfriend today told me, like, you know, now she's happy. She has a girlfriend. They've been together for a lot of years. She has, like, a real job and stuff. Um, and she's doing really well. So I was really happy to hear this, but I honestly, based on, I didn't know about the lesbian thing, obviously, but Mm -hmm. based on everything else that I knew about her, I was like, she's in jail by now. And she, when she told me that she's friends with her, I was like, does she write to you from prison?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Does she call you collect?
4: (laughs) She stole a car one night. We were all out. We were just partying. Of course she did. And and I lied about it. She told us, she mm-hmm. she shows up with this really, this BMW. She shows up with this BMW. We're like, where'd you get that from? She's like, oh, um, you know, some guy that she knew, whatever. Kevin lent it to me. We're like, all right, cool. She's like, yeah, we're, we're going to be cruising tonight in style. So, you know, we drove into DC in this BMW. <laughs> we had a great time. Come to find out the next day, she went into Kevin's room, took the keys. Oh, yeah. Stole his car. She didn't, to go do for all
2: she didn't do all this stuff because she was hiding that she was gay. She's a little wacky. Yeah. And a klepto and a liar and and breaking windows is is kind of crazy.
4: Yeah. Well, but according to my friend today, she said she's calmed down a lot. I'm like, of course she's calmed down. She's 50. Well,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's it, it's like a puppy. A puppy will calm down eventually because <laughs> <Right. laughs> right. they just get old and tired.
4: <laughs> right. So, um, I thought it was interesting cause I always wondered kind of what happened to it. Madness
1: and paranoia. This isn't just the bottom of the barrel. You've gone under the barrel and
2: dug a hole to Japan. It's the Cooper and Anthony show scenario for you mm-hmm. s- since it's black Friday and all the sales are going on and all that. So yeah. let's say you have a friend and this friend has a son. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say who. And uh-huh. I'm not going to say it could be a daughter. It, it, it doesn't have to be a son. But let's say this son lives by himself. Okay. And your friend didn't have financially the greatest 2022.
4: Uh huh. Which is like everybody. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Everybody, not a very good year financially in this friend's household. Mm-hmm. So this friend asked his son what he would like for Christmas.
4: The son that owns his own house. Okay.
5: Uh-huh.
2: The son that owns his own house that makes more than your friend. Uh-huh. And, and okay. So, it, he just says, just off the cuff, what would you like for Christmas? Thinking he will say, ah, just give me a gift certificate, uh, you know, just some, a coffee maker, just something, something right. cheap. No, he wants, he wants a 75-inch Sony $2,000 TV.
4: Yeah, you should buy one for himself then.
2: Uh, f- from his parents?
4: N- n- no, that's not you know. That's <laughs> that's a thing I don't understand. Like this is so stupid. This is this is the problem with the holidays because it becomes about money and what you're buying for me. There's two. I have two problems. One, the assumption that parents make more money than their kids. That is, it's certainly not true for a lot of my friends. Not just the one friend we might be talking about. Mm. Um, but also the idea that like. You're going to fucking bankrupt somebody and they have to go into debt to buy you a gift for Christmas. It's just – it right. feels – it's so wrong and so not what the holiday is about. And your answer – see, the thing is – not your answer, but my friend's answer.
5: Uh-huh. Um, my that's friend's when you, answer, yeah. That's
4: when, that's when my friend needs to step in and be a fucking parent and say, no, I'm not buying you a $2,000 television set.
2: Yeah, because the the friend's kid shouldn't – Shouldn't think Santa Claus is going to bring that now. Once you got your own house, then Santa can come to your house. He doesn't come to my house and drop off presents right. for you to, to you can come and get it.
4: I just don't understand the gall of a, of a kid who knows their parents' financial situation mm-hmm. and asking for something that expensive. I don't understand it. I I really don't understand it. And that, that, you know what? That's a failing on the parents, not the kid.
2: So the parents are bad parents. I I will tell them that.
4: You should tell the parents that the fact that they have a kid that has the balls to ask for a $2,000 gift.
2: Sony 75-inch TV that, you know, I think the parent would like to have.
4: I hope, tell our friend, the parent, Uh to say, no fucking way. That's not what I'm getting Let me write
2: this down. No fucking way. Okay, so that's what they should... So Christmas morning, when the friend's kid comes over and he has a coffee maker for said kid, he should just say, no fucking way.
4: Coffee maker? That's very generous. I was going to say socks. Underwear. You're getting socks. You're getting underwear.
2: I mean, the coffee maker is, you know, 40 bucks. I okay, think the well, parent can yeah. afford that.
4: Right. That's that's what Santa's getting you. You're getting a coffee maker. When I said, "What do you want for Christmas?" I meant under a hundred dollars.
2: Right. No. Usually the the kid says, you know, just give me a, a mouse pad, something. You know, that's what the friend was thinking. the The friend wasn't thinking seventy five inch Sony plaza, plasma plasma.
4: But I think that's an opportunity to have a talk with the kid and say, what makes you think that we're going to spend more than our mortgage on a gift for you?
5: Okay,
2: writing that down too. more yeah. than our mortgage, since you have your own mortgage now. Yeah. Right. And you you have the first dime you ever made as a kid because you don't spend any money, but the parents, they they have unlimited funds. You know right. that money tree that I planted in the backyard is is just <laughs> the, they planted in the backyard. They planted in the backyard. Wait, cuz right, they don't know who this fruitful. friend is.
4: It's some anonymous friend. Yeah. It,
2: yeah, I don't know the you you don't know him. Uh, you don't know the kid either, but there's they, they seem very spoiled to me.
4: Yeah, that's that's beyond spoiled. The fact that a kid would like ask for that and not like laugh about it. Put it this way, when my <laughs> parents asked me what I want for my birthday, which right. is
2: 2 days from now.
4: Which is tomorrow, right? And Christmas coming up. I said, "Can I go shopping in your jewelry box?"
2: Yeah, but n- knowing your mom, she has jewelry that is way, way expensive. So,
4: but she didn't wear, she not fucking wear anything. I'm, I, even, I, was, Dude, I said you, to "You're her, gonna get it
2: now or get it in ten years." Right. <laughs> don't you want i should have it now
4: <laughs> i would just never i wouldn't have the balls to ask my parents for anything more than like a 50 dollar gift
2: right yeah that's what that friend was thinking but that friend was the he was dumbfounded when when they found out and i said i will talk to you about it because you know things
4: because I'll laugh my ass off. No, you're not. <laughs> tell, tell our friend uh-huh. that they are not spending $2,000 on a fucking television set. No, they didn't have the,
2: the best year financially. Financially, it's been a rough year.
4: Um, Even if you had a great year, $2,000 on a television set is fucking bananas, unless you are a billionaire. That is bananas.
2: See, the friend that we have is in radio, so you know what kind yeah. of year they had. Yeah. And they work with this girl who... Mm-hmm. You, and she doesn't give them any jobs or anything, so they they don't make any money.
5: Well, you know, I see a girl
6: like this, you know, and I just think I want to score with her. But now I want to just, like, settle down with her, you know, and, like, and get married and, and have a couple kids.
5: Okay, baby. <laughs> Maybe I could score with her after she's really full, you know. Hey. It's the Cooper and Anthony
4: Show. So today, I get the next issue of Time Out New York that I never read. Again, never read it. Mm -hmm. But I remembered the naked issue from months ago, and they have a follow-up.
2: More naked people?
4: Well, here's what they did. It was such, I guess it was such a very big popular issue that people requested certain people. And they had hundreds of, of applicants, and they voted for winners. Okay. So out of like
2: winners were, for what the the best naked person
4: yeah best naked person who you want to see naked more who, who you want to see more naked pictures of okay. who is it that you dug so much and there was like a hundred people to choose from it wasn't like it was you know just three people it's like oh i picked that one there was you know hundreds of submissions they narrowed it down to like the top 50 and they chose the number the winner the number one guy and i open up the magazine and it's somebody i know <laughs> Really? It's yeah. It's it's a it's a cousin of a very good friend of mine.
2: Oh, not somebody you dated and already have seen naked. No,
4: no no, oh, no, okay. no, 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 absolutely not. I've never seen him naked, and frankly, did not want to see him naked.
2: Do you want to see him naked now?
4: Well, I didn't have a choice because I opened up the magazine, and there's this guy I know. It's my friend's cousin, and there he is naked. But
2: is the hoochie bird there too?
4: No. Well, that's the thing. He was very smart. He had an inner tube around the hoochie bird.
2: <laughs> an inner tube?
4: Yeah. He was like he was like in a kiddie pool. How do you do that? You know, you you, walk, you step into the, the. I don't know, he's thin, so he pulls it up over his hoochie bird. Oh. But you do see he's got a tattoo and whatever, yeah, so you, you see it. And the funny part is, now my friend and his cousin have the same name. They had brothers who both wanted to name their kids after a relative, and they fought about it, and both of them were stubborn, so they both named the kid the same thing. Mm-hmm. So my friend's name is the same as his naked cousin. So all day long, my friend and my friend works for a very big news channel, a very conservative news channel. Let's put it that way. Not the place you want to work when you're when when somebody with your same name is posing naked. So all day long today, he's been getting emails and people have been giving him, you know, guff about it. So, of course, I had to also. But, you know, just the fact that, you know, just imagine opening a magazine, and seeing somebody, you know, there. I didn't want to know that much about him.
2: So seeing them naked well, with the hoochie berg on the over the, the – that, that didn't turn you on at all?
4: Oh, no, the opposite. No, women – see, that's the thing about women. that You know, Playgirl magazine is not for women. It's for gay men. I can't imagine women wanting to look at pictures of men just sitting there like oh, that. Oh, I
2: don't believe that at all.
4: No, I'm, I'm telling you – You're
2: telling me no women buy Playgirl?
4: I'm sure some women do, but I don't, nobody I know. That's not, women like to see men, women think men are sexy if they're dressed, if they're half-dressed, maybe just with a shirt off. I do not want to see you naked. I really don't. It doesn't, I'm not excited about that. I don't like that I've seen my friend naked now. Really bothers me.
2: He wasn't naked, though. Yeah, well. He was covered up. I'm thinking naked is this naked naked. I'm thinking naked as the guy at the gym walking around putting lotion on naked naked.
4: Yeah, I don't. That's not, not an
2: And not an inner tube. That's that's a bathing suit. You see that at the beach. Yeah, that's not naked.
4: It's TMI in a way. If it was this, see, and the weird thing was the other pictures of the naked people, the strangers. I didn't care. Strange. I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a, that's an interesting tattoo. Or boy, that's an interesting choice of uh, you know, piercing.
2: So you no wi- no no women want to see a naked man.
4: I don't think women do. No women I know. I mean, when I, my girlfriends, I've been to, to two bachelorette parties where they had strippers, and the women were not that interested.
2: This is big news. This is breaking news to all mankind.
4: Yeah, we don't we don't want to see you naked at we all. We don't want well, to see me. You.
2: you don't want to see me naked. I understand well, that.
4: True. That's not women. Don't the- look at that and go ooh, ah, mm, yeah,
2: mm, yum. Really? So if I had a magazine right here that had Johnny Depp. And what's that other guy you like? George Clooney. George Clooney and Johnny Depp naked in it. You don't want to see it.
4: I do not want to see them naked. Nope. I'm, I don't want to see the Hoochie Bergs. No.
2: Really? No. Nope. Wow. I want. To, nope. The only this time is want... breaking news. Chad, run down the hall I'm and shocked. tell the news station to cover this. Because <laughs> right. this is huge news to me.
4: And the thing is, the only time we want to see a guy naked is when we're, you know, when it's...
2: Uh... When you can do something about
4: it. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I don't want to see a photograph of George Clooney Naked. Unless, unless he is in my room and I can have access to him, I don't want to just see a picture of him naked. I'm not interested. See, wow. guys
2: think if they put a trench coat on and nothing underneath, they can go and flash you and you will like that.
4: No. You don't like that. We don't like it. We don't like it.
2: I don't believe this. At how, all. We believe this. how we roll. I'm not going to believe this.
0: how we roll. Is it Elise? Yes, it is, Elise. Oh, hi-, hi, Elise. How are you? Good. I've had the same best friend for 23 years. And he buys the magazine, and he'll make me look at the magazine with him before he purchases it. Now, purchases he buys it. You don't buy it. He buys it. Right,
4: correct. He buys right. it. Right, because men, men are more visual. Men, Straight men like to see naked
0: women. Gay men like to see naked men. Right. And that is true, and I think that you're right. It's just too much of a tease. I don't know the way to put it except for it's too much of a tease. Yeah, and when you look at those pictures you like hey i want to meet him no right no no i'm just like wow okay
2: so you don't um, want to see it either
0: no i don't want to see it either i would just rather i think it's just too it's too in, intimate i would rather just it's very intimate that i would want to see
4: so so what's sexy to you if if a guy wants to come across sexy what would be a sexy look for a guy
0: hmm um i like matthew mcconaughey <laughs>
4: Yeah, shirtless, long hair, tan, but with shorts or jeans on. All right, all right,
0: right, with shorts right, or jeans right, on, yeah. Right. Yeah,
2: that's sexy. I'm so confused now. <laughs> <laughs> it just leaves more to the imagination. Exactly.
4: That's it. We, we, want, we want to use our imagination So when we jump out of
2: the shower and do this dance right here,
4: you don't like that? No, I do not want to see that dance out of the show. Well, Sean Lee can do it because, you know, he's my husband. But even him, it's like, stop, put that away. Hey, Anna.
7: Hey.
4: So, what do you what, what's your take on naked?
8: Oh gosh, I think the male anatomy is so hilarious. <laughs>
7: that, <laughs> hilarious, oh, man! I'm male strippers. I crack up anytime. It's just funny, and I, and that dance, Anthony and Chad, that dance. I know that dance. My ex did that dance. Mm-hmm. Know
5: that. Yeah, you know the dance, dance they were just right doing. Yeah. This dance yeah, right here.
7: Yeah, stop doing that dance. I don't even want to. Oh, my God. I can't I even watch you do that
4: looks dance. looks like he's clothes. having a seizure.
7: Yes. <laughs> By no means is it sexy. No,
4: it's not. And the way he does it, even unsexier, because the body doesn't move. Both the top and the bottom don't move at the same time.
2: <laughs> I mean, look at her. She's got elbow cleavage. You know that, that little wrinkle that fat people get on their elbows that looks like a schwa? I mean, you wouldn't have sex with her, would you? Oh, yeah, I would. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would do everything to her. I don't care what she looks like. I would wreck that chick. It's the Cooper and Anthony Show.
4: If you are a fan of the pandas, I have some bad news for you. Okay. Uh, Ling Ling and Sing Sing and not doing their thing thing.
2: They're not? They're
4: not. Why? Those That's their only their job. That's their <laughs> only job. <laughs> Well, uh, I can't. I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. Um, C H U A N G, Chad. How would you say that? Chung. Chung? Yeah. Chung Chung the Panda. Okay. Is just, uh, he said, too much uh, ring ding. (laughs) Chung <laughs> Chung had too much ring ding.
3: He had too many, too much bamboo.
4: Too much bamboo. He is too heavy to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're trying to mate him with another panda. He's just too fat. I'm almost there. <laughs> it's true. But um, I was thinking. But I was thinking that what a great excuse to get out of having sex.
2: I'm just too fat.
4: I'm too fat. <laughs> I would love to have sex with you, Sean Lee, but I, I'm putting on put
2: on weight it's
4: women have definitely we've used that excuse
2: have you really oh sure that you feel fat or you think you're fat
4: well no that we feel fat so we don't want you all over us and touching us and we feel fat
2: so what excuse do you give
4: there's no excuse i'm too fat you i am too that? fat for sex
2: you say that
4: i have and said
2: of, you're like no 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 like, no don't i feel touch fat me. i'm
4: not in the mood i'm bloated i had too much chocolate
2: that's your excuse.
4: Go away.
2: Chung Chung the Panda.
4: <laughs> I feel like Chung Chung the Panda. <laughs> That's my new excuse. Yeah, you know, I mean, we we come up with really good excuses to not have sex if we don't want to have sex. Do you want to have sex with a woman who doesn't want to have sex with you regardless of her excuse?
2: Not answering that question. Come on. <laughs> because, you know what? like I said, come up with a better excuse. That's what I would say.
4: Okay, I want to 877 cooper What are excuses that are acceptable for not having sex? Yeah, you g- let me know. Give me
2: the headache thing. The tired thing. I can deal with that. But not that I feel fat.
4: If I say I have a headache, you know I'm lying. If I say I feel fat, I'm telling you the truth. Ben, you don't want to, if I've got a big tummy hanging out, you don't want to touch a woman that, you don't want, you're not into
1: that. Well, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't think uh, it's much about the way you look sometimes for some people. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, for instance, for me, uh, I hear that uh, every now and then. Mm-hmm. And I just wonder, you know, you know, I can understand how she would feel that way. But as for me, you know, I, I, to me, it doesn't matter as much. So is there anything that I would be able to say uh, possibly to make her change her mind?
4: I think I think, saying it doesn't matter to me. I know you don't feel sexy right now, but to me, you're incredibly sexy.
1: Right, right. Well, yeah, and that's, that's what I figured. That there might be nothing at, at all to say because, you know, I have learned, you know, just sometimes it's better just to respect the way she feels. Mm-hmm. You know, as opposed to, you know, just, uh, I guess,
2: the way I feel. But can, can a guy talk you back into it, Cooper, by saying that?
4: I think, you know, that's the thing. I think I've said to Sean, oh, I feel so bloated and fat, I ate too much. And I think he just goes, okay, you know, I don't want to have sex with you if you're not in the mood, of course. But I think if he said, I don't care, I think you look hot, and he sort of turned it on a little more, yeah, it might work. Now, Jackie. Yes. Yeah. Now, uh, what do you say about all this?
7: I, I say if I don't want it and, and my husband keeps bugging me, I just tell him no. And if he keeps on my neck, I smack the crap out of him. <laughs> oh. I love it. <laughs> no means no. Well, no is no. That's it. And but that's the so thing. So you don't I think,
2: come up with an excuse. You just say no.
7: No, I don't have to give an excuse. If they don't want to clean the house, they don't have to give you an excuse.
4: Oh no, no, not in my if they house.
7: They don't want to do dishes. They don't have to give
5: an excuse.
7: Oh, yeah, I need an excuse. Oh, no.
5: Also, <laughs> oh, now, now that's, now, that's how, good.
7: That's how I reciprocate. You say, no, I say no. Mm. No problem.
2: You need an excuse. Yeah.
4: You're ugly. <laughs> How's that? That's
2: an excuse. That's fine.
4: <laughs> I can't have sex with you. Wyatt. You're too ugly for me. I'm right. sorry. <laughs> Hi, Mike. How are you?
1: Hey, Cooper. I love your show.
4: Oh, thank you. We love you for calling. Thank you.
1: <laughs> me and my wife are a little bit older, and I guess I kind of hit the bell ringer one, one night, and she had given me the excuse, you know, the kids kept her up or whatever, and mm. that sort of thing. And I said, well, well, maybe we could just negotiate another type type of thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> well,
5: uh,
1: that went over like a poop in a diving helmet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's a but, great analogy. <laughs> but it,
1: anyway, but I, I just had to tell you about that, too i thought that was pretty funny myself she didn't get the uh the joke. humor in that yeah.
4: now john yeah does has your wife said to you the same thing i've said to sean lee where i go i feel too fat
1: <laughs> absolutely and, and, uh, and what problem, do you say back well the problem is is my wife is about five four she looks like penelope cruz and weighs 105 pounds Ooh. So when she says that she feels fat it's sure, It makes me feel like uh, ping pong the panda. Or whoever you <laughs> I, I have to say, I have to say, I have, I have never called a radio show in my life. But I listen to you guys every night. On oh, the
5: radio.
1: And, John, uh, thank you, thank show. you so much. That's it's my great. First thank time you. I've called any radio show, but. When I heard this, I had to call in. This happened to me about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of, it was right right around Christmas time. I'd taken some time off, and I'm thinking, you know, hey, this is going to work out good. And then she looks at me and says, well, I'm feeling fat. <laughs> and I'm looking at myself, and I'm thinking, and I'm not in bad shape. I'm mm-hmm. not, not a huge guy, but I'm probably 6'2", 200 mm-hmm. pounds. I'm mm-hmm. in pretty good shape. But she runs five miles a day. Right. You know, so she's tight-bodied, good-looking, and I'm thinking, man, you know, now you guys have nailed it. Next time she says that, (laughs) I'm going to tell her that I feel like (laughs) (laughs) ping-pong.
5: A journey back in time. The
3: Cooper and Anthony Show. That takes me
5: back.
4: But the thing is, I thought about not telling you about this dinner because I thought if I told you, there's no way you're going to think this really happened. It was too bizarre a night that I just know that if I tell you the story, you're going to be like, that didn't happen to you. But it did, and I'm going to tell you, whether you believe me or not, I- I'm just going to put it out there. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I-, I don't do things on the weekends, and the reason is because I'm busy writing books and doing this and doing that and, you know, preparing, sitting around waiting for Monday to happen again. Um, but you talked me into going out, and, uh, and I did. Went out with a bunch of people. It was actually Sean Lee's birthday on Wednesday, so we went out Saturday night for dinner.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: And, uh, Where'd so- you get
2: him for his birthday?
4: Lots of stuff. Like what? Clothes. Lots of good clothes that he needed, sweaters, stuff for the winter, and all that kind of stuff. Nothing in- he would
2: like, like a PSP game. You got P- him clothes. I got
4: him a PSP game. I got him a PSP for Christmas, and it's glued to his hand. So I thought, you know what? Let me at least make sure he's dressed Okay. while he's walking around
3: with the PSP. She gets the same thing for Sean Lee as she gets her 12-year-old <laughs> nephew. <laughs> That's really There's true. some socks
2: and underwear. <laughs> and you- a PSP game. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: We're waiting for PlayStation 3 to come out. Oh,
2: that's six hundred bucks. Oh, is it that much? Six hundred dollars. Oh,
4: yeah, I don't love him that much.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: you better sell a few more copies. of been there, done that, kept the jewelry.
4: No, I do love him that much. I just need to. Yeah, you're right. Um, so people go out and buy. Been there, done that, kept the jewelry, just so I could buy my husband a PlayStation 3. Otherwise, he'll leave me. The next
2: book, been there, done Your that, kept the, the like PlayStation. Thirty-five 3. years old. Right? Yeah.
4: Yeah, he is. Th- he's actually just turned thirty-six. He's an old. He's an old man now. <laughs> So, um, so we're out to dinner, and uh, we have this – there was three couples total, okay? And one of the couples is always there early, never, never late. And we all get there, and this couple that's always early is late. And we're like, that's unusual. But so we're sitting and we're waiting um, – a, a long time, and we're calling on the cell phone, and there's no answer. And we're like, What happened to them? Are they even alive? So we're sitting and waiting. And while you're waiting, you know, it's rude to order before people get there. So you just sort of sit and ask for more bread and, Not and, my have, family. and have drinks. Oh, they just start ordering and start eating. <laughs> yeah. Do they? Oh,
5: yeah. No, you have <laughs> to. They'll be
3: here in five minutes. Let them right. catch up. We're hungry now. <laughs>
4: Yeah, no, not, not us. I was, this was fine, because um, Sean Lee had a couple of drinks. Our other friends had a couple of drinks. The so people are having a couple of drinks. And the basket of bread comes, and the first thing that happens is this. Um... <laughs> thank you very much. Um, the first thing that happens is this. The, the gentleman sitting to the left of me goes and grabs a piece of bread. And as he's talking, he's trying to cut the bread, which is obviously very, very hard. And for some, I don't know how this happened. The bread went flying off of his plate with the knife into the head of the woman behind me. Ah! Oh. And she was like, what? What the? And like sort of turned around. And I I went, I felt so terrible because I feel like I was distracting ah! him. I was distracting him talking and that's probably why he was like spacing on his bread and it went flying and did the and bread
3: it, hit her in the head or did the knife hit, the her, in bread the head?
4: hit her in the head
3: okay but the knife the, was still attached to it
4: the knife the knife flew onto the floor the bread hit her in the head and and mostly because i kind of like ducked aside because i saw the bread come like you know you see something in your peripheral vision so it hit her behind me so i go to turn around <laughs> to apologize and I swear this happened. I go to turn around to apologize and sort of like push to my seat back a little. Just as I turn around, the waiter is coming with a, with a tray. Oh, no. And on the tray are a bunch of glasses full of all kinds of drinks which go flying on
3: her. Oh, so first she gets smacked with a bread. First she gets smacked
4: with bread in the back of the head. Then she gets a tray of drinks dumped all over her because I was turning around quickly oh. to apologize for the bread that I felt on some level was my fault. Wow. She was actually really cool about it because we were all like, oh, my God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We were, like, throwing our napkins at her. We're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like, trying to dry her up. And, like, and, and I'm like, I'll buy your drinks, I'll buy your dinner in the restaurant. is like the waiter's like, no, no, we will, we will. And I'm like, no, we will. And she's like, no, no, it's cool, it's okay. You know, she was upset, and whatever. Um,
2: was she soaked?
4: She was soaked. She was so, I got to say she had a great sense of humor because anyone else would have been like, "You little." That would hit know, you yeah. with a chair. Oh my god, I'm surprised she didn't get up and deck me. I was I was all planning for her. She was much she was a little older. But so did I she figured, know that
3: it was you that hit the waiter that to knock him over? Or did she think it was just the waiter being clumsy?
4: No, no, no. She knew it was me, because at that point, it all happened really quickly. It was like a a hit-and-run accident kind of thing, where the bread hit her on the head, so she turned around to see where the bread came from, and when she realized it was us, I was, like, really quick to turn around to apologize, and as I was turning around and kicking my chair back, the waiter, it was just perfect timing, was happening to be walking by. You know when, like, your chairs are kind of back-to-back... And it's just enough room for the waiter to get by, but if you move the chair the littlest bit, the waiter's gonna be caught unaware. Well, that's pretty much the position we were in. It was, I mean, the timing was ridiculous. Like, there's no, I couldn't have planned this. If I was shooting a movie and wanted this scene to be in it, I could not have coordinated this better.
2: It would have been a 10 take shot.
4: It would have been a 10 take shot. I'd been like, no, no, the chair and the waiter need to come at the same time as the lady's turning around. It's exactly what happened. And she was, I mean, every single drink just flew on her.
3: Just her, not anybody else at her table, just her?
4: Well, th- the way they were sitting at their table, it was a table for four, but there were three of them. And the other chair that got drenched, there was not a person in. Oh. So really, she was lucky her. Lucky ah. her. Lucky her, got hit in the head with bread and then dumped about four drinks on her.
3: Now, was it like wine and stuff that would like stain her clothes or was it like water?
4: Um, they, luckily, oh, luckily, um, there was a couple of alcoholic drinks, but nothing. I think one of them was like a vodka drink and then just nothing. Soda is that kind of thing. A water, like a big water. Nothing. Luckily, nothing that would stain. But she was absolutely drenched. <laughs> I felt awful. I felt awful. I could not believe it. I was so mortified.
2: So at that point, do you want to get up away from the table and just move tables to get away from this lady? Or do you have to sit there all night long and eat behind her? Keep apologizing
3: every five minutes.
4: I didn't need to. She moved. She said to the waiter, could you please get us another table?
2: This woman's a menace. (laughs) Away from this woman here. Away from
4: this woman. Because I didn't even hit her with the bread. My friend did.
2: But she didn't know that.
4: No, she didn't know that, but I...
2: You're a menace.
4: He was so busy laughing, I turned around to apologize, just because I figured one of us should apologize, and he's busy giggling and cackling and thinking what he did was hilarious, (laughs) that I turned around to apologize at the wrong time. Had I not been polite, had I not tried to apologize, she would have been dry. (laughs) But she actually, once she got all cleaned up and everybody offered to buy their meal and their drinks and their dessert and, like, come back again, like, you don't understand. Like, I was, like, willing to, I was, like, I even gave her my card I to give me the dry cleaning bill if there's a a problem. You know, if anything, you, I was so freaked out. Um, But I, so I'm sitting there and um, Sean leans over and goes, um, I think they're leaving. So I turn around, and I see, no, they're not leaving. They're just moving tables. And the waiter comes over, and I said, did she move because of us? And he said, yes. She did. She did. She asked. She said, do you have another table? I'd rather not sit next to these people.
3: Wow. <laughs> these people. <laughs> these people. All
4: of a sudden,
2: you're these people. I,
4: I know. We became these people. Then, you know, there was a candle on the table. I thought, next thing I'm doing is setting her dress on fire, so she really should move.
2: It reminds me of the Blues Brothers. You ever seen that movie, When They Go to the Fancy Restaurant? And they leaned back and there's a whole table of people, fancy people behind them. How much for the little girls? Yes, <laughs> that's, that's
4: exactly what it was like. And it was the kind of thing where I thought I'm not going to come in and tell you because you're not going to believe me. But, you know, you know what an absolute dork I am mm-hmm. and you know that I'm just as clumsy as clumsy can be. So I figured maybe I will tell you the story and you it won't shock you.
3: Wherever Cooper goes, drama follows. <laughs> didn't shock me at all. <laughs> no, yeah, that's no. What I figured.
4: And and what was so funny is when the other couple finally showed up, we were so busy, we were like so mortified. They were like, "What? What do we miss?" And we're like, "You're never going to believe it. <laughs> you see that lady all the way down there? Who's, and they actually took turns walking by her table to go to the bathroom, like which was like not the way to the bathroom, but they purposely walked that way because right. they wanted to see how wet she was. They wanted to see if she was completely drenched.
2: <laughs> was still. Mary there with you? Of course, oh,
3: I
4: of course. It. I don't go anywhere without my Mary.
3: Was he the one that threw the bread at the?
4: No, no, was it wasn't a different, him. Different one. It was a different, yeah. It was a different Mary. Oh,
5: Okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you know, just so long as all the Marys get it done at some point. Right. But yeah, so um, what have you dumped on yourself at dinner? <laughs> hey, James, how are you?
6: Doing well. How are you guys doing?
4: I'm good. A little humiliated, but other than that, just fine.
6: I know exactly how you feel. I was telling. Uh, Chad, I was at a baseball game a year ago or so and, uh, you know, first inning coming back with a big old tray of sodas and hot dogs and whatever and had my uh, had my little son walking with me because he wanted to go with me and mm-hmm. hit the step and hit it with the back of my heel or something, tripped and dumped everything in a guy's lap.
4: Oh, no. Was it, <laughs> was it a really big guy?
6: The, no, no, no. He wasn't like huge or anything. He was, You know, he was bigger than me because I'm not a very big guy, but mm-hmm. I was like, Oh my God! I mean, I, it, I didn't even realize at first, you know, because I was so embarrassed that I that I you know, cut my I cut my on the concrete step, <gasps> and I was also you know I was bleeding. Oh so I wasn't my goodness! Paying attention to that! I was paying attention to the fact that, you know, he's got this immediate. You know, I'm going. I want so bad to. Beat you up, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah, and I I was like, man, I, I'll buy you you know a drink or whatever. You know what can I do? He's like, just leave, <laughs> just leave. <laughs> and I said, all right. And I picked up where, everything, and you know, he had ketchup and mustard and soda and everything all over him. I was like, oh, oh.
5: man, no. Yeah,
6: and I went. I even went back to the to the concession stand and got a and you know, got them to give me a little wash rag or whatever, and went back. And he he refused it. He was like, just just,
7: just go away from me. Get out of my just, face,
6: man. And he was only like you know five seats away from me. Oh, no. Is, is you had to look inning. at him the whole time. This is in the first inning, so I'm just
3: like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and God. Cooper, there are nine innings in the I game. I was going to ask, so what, do
4: you have 15 more to go? Was okay, about, was about,
3: So he had to sit there for about two and a half hours right. Right, oh, with the guy five no. seats away. Oh, ho,
4: oh, oh, ho, oh, oh. ho, ho, ho. And I like the fact that the guy didn't want to beat you up because you were already bleeding.
6: I get. I, I. I don't know. I. Fed, I. I about five minutes later. My wife was like, You're, "Are you okay? You're bleeding." I was like, "Oh, I am. I'm sorry." <laughs> oh, no,
4: <laughs> James, that's hilarious. Uh, so you know that's a, the woman did not want to beat me up.
2: That's a good thing.
4: I got very lucky because she would have been. She would have had every right to just beat the just pummel me if she wanted to. Well, you really
2: don't know what to do in that situation. <laughs> do, you, do you beat them up? Do you take their money? You don't know what to do.
4: Now, Amy, if somebody was to dump, oh, I don't know, food on you,
0: how would you respond?
2: Oh, I was so mad when they dumped food on me.
0: <laughs> Where were you? I was on an airplane. <gasps> and I was a senior in high school going to visit a college all by myself.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And they dumped the, the tray of, you know, it was a vegetarian meal, because I'm a vegetarian,
5: which mm-hmm.
0: on airline You know, airplanes, not the best food anyway, but the vegetarian meal is particularly nasty. Yes. (laughs) Um, All over me, I get to Seattle to connect, and they canceled my flight. (gasps) And they left me stuck in the airport all night. Covered in food. Yes. Then I get to Spokane, where I'm going to visit the college, and they lost my (laughs) bag. Oh, no. No clothes. I had to borrow sweatpants. From a girl in the dorm who I was staying with and had to wear her sweatpants for three days. I can't believe all this happened
4: to you from one airline. It was United.
2: Oh <laughs> She had to give the name. Yeah, she
4: had to give it, of course. <laughs> Please. We have to we have to know. We have to be prepared. So if you fly United, just wear like a hefty bag exactly. over your clothes. Just wear your rain gear or rain a gear. Yeah. Right, a slicker of some kind. One of those kiss the cook aprons. Yeah. Just anything <laughs> then, just to
0: keep the
3: yeah. Well, now you don't have to worry about it because they don't serve food on airlines anymore.
0: Yeah, that's true. They don't serve food on <laughs> airlines anymore, true. at least. drop a sandwich on you, you'll be all right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amy, that's awful. I, you know, what's so funny is the fact that it wasn't just the food that, that got dumped on her. She had like an entire chain of events happen Was there afterwards. like wine and stuff? Was there wine on the flight?
2: No, no, no. That, that got dumped on the lady behind you.
4: No, not red wine or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, no.
2: we had this conversation. Yeah, to... I know. I was just asking again. <laughs> where were you? That was what? like 10 minutes ago. I'm, I'm, I'm rehashing it. Oh, do, you, okay. do you
4: have that short-term memory problem that you don't remember anything that happened just a few minutes ago? Do we have to keep reminding you who we are and where you are and that kind of stuff?
2: Hey, look, Misty, I think he's having, three. I think he's having
3: side effects from that $1,000 product he has in his oh, hair. Oh, that's what
4: it must be. <laughs> Misty, how are you?
8: I'm well. How are you?
4: I'm good. I'm good. Now what? Now what did your grandmother do?
8: Oh my gosh! She was a waitress in the 1950s in a restaurant, and I guess they had some kind of dessert or appetizer that you set on fire before you serve.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
8: So she carried it out to the table, and she set the the food on fire, oh. and went to set it on the table, and dropped it in the man's lap. Oh on fire. no! Yes, yes. she dr-
4: she dropped an appetizer that was on fire. Yes. On somebody. Did, what happened? Did the guy catch on fire?
8: <laughs> she said she took the handkerchief and was trying to pat it out. and It was oh. awful. And I said, well, did they fire you? And she said, no, I didn't give them time. Right afterwards, I turned around and said, I quit and turned my <laughs> <opener> <laughs> away.
4: Yeah, once you set a guy on fire, you can't go back to that yeah, place again. No more. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> now, did you did you inherit her clumsiness or are you pretty good?
8: Oh, my gosh. I am awful. I am I am amazingly clumsy, (laughs) and I serve as a part-time job in a restaurant, and I have dropped I don't know how many things on people. Glasses of tea.
5: Um, I dropped
8: a hamburger on a lady's lap and her with white pants on. Well,
5: it's
4: a a family tradition. You have to to keep doing it. It's a family tradition. You can't just wait tables. You've got to wait tables badly.
8: Absolutely. Laughter <laughs> is the best medicine. I do laugh daily. Absolutely.
4: Like <laughs> you and I should definitely, definitely hang out together. It would, it would just be like a mess coming, coming through. <laughs> Misty and Cooper, look out. <laughs> <laughs> now, Pam, you spilled hot soup on somebody?
0: Oh, yeah. It was the uh, first year I was married, and I was going to try banquet uh waitressing, which I was uh, not familiar with. Mm-hmm. And my hat's um, off to those folks, because you're carrying, you know, the lead crystal salt and pepper shakers and all silver and everything else on huge trays.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And the door um, to the... To the kitchen, you could see in, but you couldn't see out, so she could not see me, and I could see her. Okay. And I went in anyway, and she was coming out with a full tray of hot French onion soup, oh. the hot cheese on top, and everything. Oh no. Oh yeah. So it it went down her arm, and I oh. and that was my last night there. I never went back.
4: Jack <laughs> <laughs> can't imagine
0: why. Hmm. I was so embarrassed, but um, and I and I. I checked on her, and she said she was okay, so at least I don't think she scarred, but that's no, <laughs> suit. At least I, she didn't
5: soup. scar.
0: <laughs> oh, I was so worried about her. But I, anyway, that I that's your see...
4: criteria. That's so funny. I did a good job waitressing. I didn't really scar anyone.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's so true. That's so true. But, but you anyway, tried. Just... You tried. That's all that's important. You, you tried to waitress, and you
0: tried to scar. That's Exactly. That's how I look at it.
4: <laughs> Thanks. Thank you so much, Pam. Thank you. Now, now, Chris, you would never do such a thing, right?
7: No, what are no, you
5: about? me never.
7: Oh. <laughs> no, I am like the portrait lesbian. How could you ever? Imagine exactly, me? you're perfect. Exactly. However. However, I suspect. When I was yeah. like seven or mm-hmm. like eight. We were in Outback, mm-hmm. I think, and it was my birthday. And so you know the old Heinz fifty seven ketchup bottles. Somebody sure. thought it would be really funny to leave the ketchup lid off, and I'm seven years old. I don't think to uh, check the lid, and so I start shaking it up. Ah. <laughs> oh no! And, uh, I shook the lid, and the lid goes flying across the room, and so does the ketchup, and the ketchup goes all over me and all over everybody at the table. Oh. And then my cousins start laughing hysterically, and one of them like slings her arm over and hits two drinks, and they go in my lap too. <laughs> Yeah, you and I
4: definitely should hang out.
7: Yeah, my birthday sucked. <laughs> <It was
5: cool.
4: laughs> yeah, well, but you, me, you, me, and um, uh, everybody who's called actually so far, we should all go out together. Yes, we should warn the restaurants ahead of time before we show up. You, me, and Misty.
3: If I was sitting exactly, at that we'd table, we
7: have I... our own like half the, the restaurant.
4: Yeah, we would.
3: Chad <laughs> was sitting at that I table. I would have had a seizure. <laughs> yeah, you would. If ketchup <laughs> would have touched me, I would have passed out right there. <laughs> Or what
2: have you had dumped on you from the What have you had dumped on you
4: at dinner from a witch? I I don't want to feel like I'm the only one in the world who did this to somebody. Please, somebody call and tell me that you've done this (laughs) or had this done so I don't feel like a complete dork.